Hey, thanks for coming back. On today's podcast, we talk about how to study your Bible. There's many tools out there that you can use, and there's many ways you can go about studying the Word of God. So join us as we take a little deep dive into studying the Word of God. Let's get started. All right, everybody, thank you for joining us on another episode of About Faith. Today we have one of my, not just good friends, I don't want to say good friend, I feel like that's a disservice to our relationship, is a brother, big, big brother, uh, who is also an anointed man of God. You, are you anointed? Because <laughs> I'm just playing. You know I'm, just playing. See, <laughs> I'm trying to be serious. <laughs> but he's an anointed man of God, uh great preacher um i might i might start calling him a great theologian uh all of that i'm just giving him all the titles uh because um he knows his word he loves the lord um we have elder i'll give you your right title elder clarence davis the third (laughs) the second the second (laughs) i'm just a black man that loves jesus (laughs) praise the lord but uh, glad to be here, sir, with the Charles Ray. Yeah, yes, okay. Sir. I get the get the government out there today. <laughs> today, I love it. Uh, man, I'm glad you decided to stop by. It's gonna be a little different. I know people they used to when people come by, we talk testimonies. I mean, we had a few other conversations when people stop by. But today, I felt like I know that you are a person that takes studying serious, take knowing the Word of God very serious. So, uh, I felt like it would be great to have you come by talking about how to study the Bible, how we study, how we get more in tune with God, how we learn, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I know you have a, a, a wealth of knowledge to give us, and I'm, I'm ready to jump into it. But before we even jump into like studying the Bible, I really would like you to just tell us a little bit more about who you are. You know, how did you become, you know, get saved? How did you come to know the Lord? How did you even start preaching? Well, uh, first of all, glad to be here. Uh, it, it is a, indeed a pleasure to see where you've come from. Praise the Lord. My long way. <laughs> yeah, yes, sir. Yes, sir. But, uh, nah, man, I'm grateful, man. Um, being, been in church all my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, born and raised in church. I'm some, sometimes I feel like I'm Timothy. You know, I got a grandmother Eunice and mother Lois and, you know, I'm three generations in. Yeah. And, you know, it just came a point in time in my life where I had to realize that I needed to be saved off of my own experience with God and not from where I come from, yeah, not from yeah. who I'm related to. Yeah. And, man, you know, growing up in church, you hear so many messages about hellfire and damnation. And, you know, usually that's the message that brings all the young folks down and they get saved. Yeah. But that wasn't what got it for me because I guess being in church all my life, I've, I'm Used to that. Yeah, Used yeah. to that sermon. Yeah, yeah. God started really scaring me <laughs> with <laughs> with the uh, message about the rapture. Mm-hmm. He's, he literally would have me almost experience as if the rapture had taken place. And I'm looking around trying to call different people that I knew were saved. Yeah. They're not answering the phone, so I'm really freaking out. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And it, it just goes to show you uh, that I wasn't ready and that right. God was dealing with me. 
Right. And uh, my grandmother, God bless her, she uh, <laughs> gave me this uh, three-part uh, uh, movie uh, dealing, with, dealing with the rapture. Yeah. And me, because I love watching movies, I've been watching movies since I was young, young man. I watched all three of them, and that, and that just only made the conviction worse. I'm like, yeah. oh, Jesus, what's going on? <laughs> so it, it just really got to, to a point where I was like, Lord, you know, I'm ready to surrender my life. I'm ready to give my life over to you. And it was July the 21st, 2002, God came into my life. He saved me. So, man, yeah, almost 20 years, man. <laughs> hey, hey, yo, you're young. They're going to think you old. You're young. Hey. Been, so that's a testimony that God can save young people and yes, keep can. young people. Uh, so when did you first? So I know you got saved. Then you started. Of course, you've been a minister. I don't. I'm assuming almost 20 years too, right? Close to it, right? We. Oui. <laughs> I think I preached my first message at uh, 17. Oh man, how was that? I mean, especially Yikes. being a 16 year old getting saved. Right, 16. Right when you got saved. I got saved at 16. So, so my introduction into ministry. Of course, goes back to the Apostle Obismer. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then also goes back again to my grandmother because she would go to different high rises where she would minister, and I would come, I would play my drums, or yeah. I would probably give a little testimony or something. Yeah, yeah. You know, keeping children involved. And but that was my introduction to ministry. It was, you know, seeing the preaching, seeing people affected. So at a young age, I always had that sort of. I don't know, fragrance of ministry on me where right. it was like, ah, that's that's something I like to do. And especially, you know, under Apostle Abias Mary, everybody wanted to be like yeah. Apostle Abias Mary. I mean, yeah. it's just, you know, you want to shout like him, <laughs> you want to preach like him, you know, you want to maneuver like him. You yeah. he was he was the goat, as they say. Yeah. And so uh <laughs> so when I got saved, uh, I felt the call around seventeen and and uh <laughs> I went to my grandmother and she was like, nah, you don't want that. <laughs> and I'm glad I'm glad she told me. She always told me the truth. I'm glad. And she was like, nah, you don't want that. And it comes with a lot of persecution and, and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, well, okay. <laughs> but God kept dealing with me. Yeah. And, you know, where I was at, God opened up a door for me to minister. And as the story goes, I was hooked. Oh, man. I was hooked. So. Good testimony. So, got you here to talk to us about studying. Because I know that's one thing you love to do is study your word. And I'm sure as you talk about it, people will start seeing your passion for studying. <laughs> uh, they might be, I don't know, you might, they might be like, man, he really, really studies. So um, I have a few questions. You know, I just kind of, we're just going to let the conversation like, take us where it leads us. Yes, sir. Um, I just, I just go right to it. But like, how do you prepare to study your Bible? Let me first say, let me make a distinguishment between me as a minister Mm -hmm. and me as a child of God. Mm -hmm. Because some people uh, think that studying is only required for ministers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and that, you know, as a lay member, as a Christian, regular Christian, Christian, quote unquote. Yeah. I don't. I, what do I need to know? The Greek, Hebrew, Latin, all this other kind of stuff. What do I need to know these other cultural references for? Right. Well, to make the long story short, as a Christian, yeah. you should be in love with the Word of God. Right. Like that was that was one thing for me. I fell in love with the Bible. You look at my first Bible that I had when I was saved. 
it's how I'm, I'm highlighting on every page. Yeah. Cause everything was brand new. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like a, like a baby discovering food for the yeah. first time, you know, or sweets for the, it's just yeah. everything tastes good. And so my studying came out of my love for the scriptures. Right. Love for the word of God, which had been, which I've been cultivating. So when you talk about studying or how to study, I, I first, first and foremost, the idea of studying should be to draw closer to God. Right. It's to know Him. Yeah. Uh, and you know, in this in this day and time, <laughs> people got you know people want to have a special quotes, special phrases, and stuff like yeah. that. And and they study for those purposes. They study for those for that effect. I want to have an effect on the crowd, or I want to have effect, even if it's just out of pride. I want to mm. be able to show how much I know. But that's not the point of. Studying, right? The part, the point of studying, should be that you may be able to say, "I know and I understand him," because that's really what it's all about. Right? It's helping to foster that that relationship with God, not right. just get head knowledge. Because people go to hell with head head knowledge all the time. That's head true. knowledge don't it's that's not going to make or break you. Yeah, it's your relationship with God that 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 should be fostered by study. So, back to answer your question. The way I study, it, it just depends. So if it's one thing about me, I'm a sponge. Yeah, I'm a sponge. I I can draw biblical ac- application off of anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, especially if you let your imagination go and and stuff. You you can just draw so many inferences about how God deals with you or how God deals with a certain subject or whatever. Um, uh, you talk about Apostle Obias Murray. He he could uh, watch National Geographic. And see nuggets of truth and wisdom of how God deals in the earth. Yeah, and that was that's it's the same way. It's just I could draw from anything. So um, with me, it always most of the time is going to be with a subject matter. Mm-hmm. Um, it can be, let's say, the anointing, right. for, for instance. Um, there, there was a book that I read <laughs> at one particular time. I, I, the name of the book was "Flying Closer to to the Flame." I won't mention the author, <laughs> but uh, praise him. But uh. In that book, he mentioned that the anointing was used uh, medicinally in the New Testament times. I said, no, stop that. It's making us. Now, we know the anointing means to smear. That's what it yeah, actually he, means. It he, means to smear. But he, what, what, what are you smearing? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're not smearing medicine on people. Yeah. Now, they, they did use oil back in the day to, uh, to help cover their skin. So right, they, right, right. because they outside in the heat all the time, outside in the sun. So that's what it was. The anointing is for. It's yeah. just what's the, that's what it means. It don't mean, you know, it ain't the same as taking Benadryl. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so when I, when I read certain books sometimes or for, if a certain subject is on me, and I see certain things that either may go against or or complement what I already know. That leads me into further study. That leads yeah. me into further uh, discovery. And and like I say, you know, you you, you want to answer all the questions: the who, the what, the when, the where, and the how. Right, and the right, why. right. You want to observe. You know, they say there's observation, uh, then there's interpretation and application. But again, the main point is is for, as far as me studying as a child of God. I'm trying to draw closer to the Lord. I'm yeah. trying to see what what do you mean in this text? What's going on? What does this say to me? What does it say about you? What does it say about humanity as a whole? You know, is the devil involved in here somewhere? Yeah. You know, what what's going on in this text and how can I extrapolate uh 
uh, a closer relationship with you as a result of what I know. Yeah. Because sadly to say, there's a lot of people who know a lot of stuff about God, but you look at their lifestyle. What are you living? I like so. Um, I would say, if I just got saved, when should I? Is there a difference between reading and studying? Uh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. As a new convert, getting that word, because one of the saddest things is 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 to have a Christian who knows all the different study aids. Man, I got oh, you got this book, you got that book. Ooh. Right, right, right. You know all that kind of stuff. But what is John three and sixteen? Like, what does that mean? Ah, oh, wait, wait a minute. Is that New Testament, or Old Testament? Yeah. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Where's First Corinthians? Nah, that's right after Second Chronicles. Nah. <laughs> you, you <laughs> foster love for the scriptures first. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because because you can read the Bible, and yeah, there's going to be some some things that you have to get used to that you have to understand, especially if you're reading the the King James version. But it's it's when you develop that 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 relationship with the word of God and you see how God talks, how he expresses himself, that's what helps you to to be able to determine truth or a lie, you know, when you're out there in the world. Because that's really what you're trying to gauge against as a new convert. You don't want the enemy to come in, steal away your salvation, steal away your faith based off of a lie, based right, off right, deception. Right. So getting get to know that word, get to know uh what the word of God says even if you, you know, want to read certain topics, you know, there's many A's out there that say, what does the Bible say about this topic or mm-hmm. that topic? And just read, familiarize yourself. Right. But don't try to, you know, preach a revival. <laughs> <laughs> and you just got saved. And say. you just got saved because what, you know, what is it do you know? And one thing too, studying don't take the place of the Holy Ghost. Right. You know, because you, you got people who... They love to get, they, you know, hey, where, where you get this book from? Or they go to the different bookstores and all this kind of stuff. But there's nothing that can that can take the place of the Holy Spirit. Right. He authored the Bible. Right. So what better way to get your answers than from the author? Right. Right. Uncles may not know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, Nave yeah. may not know. Yeah, yeah. You know, all these other, they, they may not know. But if I can tap into who wrote the scriptures or who who inspired the scriptures, he may clue me in the stuff that that I wouldn't even know what to look for, even without the study aids that yeah, I have. Yeah. So. He'll be looking over it, even if you Absolutely. read it. What um, I was going to say, where should they start, right? Because mm-hmm. I could be, you know, I've heard people say, uh, you know, they got saved, they, they just, they didn't have any church. They would actually whisked away and they just started at Genesis and mm-hmm. read. And I feel like, you know, that's cool if you Never had anybody to teach you things like that. So, I mean, yeah, you may have people out there like, you know, where do I start? They may just be getting saved. They may just be hearing this for the first time. So, mm-hmm. where where should I start studying my Bible? The Gospels and Psalms. Why? Why is that? Well, the Gospels because you need to first get to know Christ, mm-hmm. whom you put your faith in, yeah. who you put your trust in. You want to know, and, and and not just any other gospels. I would say John, the Gospel of John, mm-hmm. first and foremost, because he gives, he's writing to the entire world to show that Jesus is the Son of God. Yeah. Matthew's writing to Jews, indicating that Christ is a king. Mark is writing to Romans, indicate that <clears throat> Jesus is a servant of humanity. Luke is writing to the Greeks, showing him to be uh, a natural man. You know, he's not a say, he's just a man. Yeah. So that's why a king has has his ancestry, a man has his ancestry, but a servant, he's not worthy of one, and a God doesn't need one. Yeah. So John is writing to prove 
that Jesus is God. He's yeah. son of them. So that's what you want to yeah. dive into, get to know Christ, because that's 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 what's going to shield you against, again, deception. Because that's, that's what we're battling with a lot now, which is the need for why we do need to study, is so that we're not tossed to and fro by every wind and doctrine. That's true. That's true. And you said Psalms and Proverbs. That would oh, yeah. be a different... Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? People may be like, why Psalms and Proverbs? Yeah. I mean, because my, my answer would have been like, because it's wisdom. But. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> well, one thing one thing about it, um, and I think I've heard uh, the right Reverend uh, Patrick J. Vincent Murray say, say this. <laughs> He's going to be like, why did you say my whole name? <laughs> I didn't say his whole name. I, 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 I omitted the J. But, uh, <laughs> but he, he made mention one time, I was talking to him that, when you study, sometimes it's better when you can read yourself in in the experience. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not talking about eisegesis. Yeah. Okay. But, but sometimes when we read the scriptures, we're so apart from the characters that what their emotions and what they're feeling in that moment, at that time when we're reading it, I'm, I'm happy right now. I feel good. Just got a new job. You know, right, I, I, right, I ain't right, going through right, nothing right, right now. Right. But when you start to go through something right. and your heart is broken and you read one of the Psalms and here you have a man who's who's crying out to God out of the, the brokenness of his heart and of yeah, his soul. And, and they cried and so and they cried and so <laughs> now you can you can relate to that experience. Right, you can. Because some stuff you won't be able to understand unless you got tears in your eyes or right. unless you you've been discouraged or heartbroken. But when you have the Psalms as that sort of sort of a dictionary of, of human emotions and human experiences, you won't feel like you're left out because that's one of the things people feel like, you know, you got those superhuman Christians, they don't go through nothing, they don't mm-hmm. show their emotions. No, we everybody goes through. Everybody deals with something. But when you can relate that to your experience from the scriptures, then you know you're not by yourself. Yeah, that's true. I was listening to Amy this is maybe this is totally different, but you may have something to say on it. I was listening to somebody preach, and he talks about how he was like, "We take the," I've been saying this for like two weeks, dude. He said, "We take the um, the good news to uh, uh, the Christians, and we take the bad news to the sinner that needs to be saved." Like, but the gospel is the good news that's for the sinner. He's like, and now that you save, you're gonna be persecuted. <laughs> He's like, so the bad news. I'm got to live. I'm glad you saved now, <laughs> like, but I just want you to know there's gonna be some tribulation on this side, and so it makes you think about when you read some. I know that made me, but it was good. Like I was like, that is true. Like so, you're preparing them. Like, uh-huh. hey man, I'm going. So even when I read some, I may not go through it, but I can see like there's going to be some times where I may have to cry. Just, I may have just to. like the man of God preached on uh, on Tuesday, um, you can be blessed with persecution. Yeah, there's. To be in the same arena of being persecuted as the great men of the ages, the 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 prophets, the the Pauls, the Peters, and the stuff and the labor that they did, and for the enemy of our souls to see us as 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 also uh, uh, with the same potential of harming their his kingdom as they did, and he's persecuting you. Shoot, that's a that's praise the Lord. Right, you know that's a reason to rejoice because right. they they you see me as. You see me as qualified, right, <laughs> you know right, what I'm saying. Right, so, right, right. so yeah, no nah, persecution is, is is something that you're going to experience, and we don't want to, you know, we we've so westernized the gospel 
to say that, you know, once you get over here on the Lord's side, all your bills going to be paid. No more suffering. No more. See, I ain't even tell you that part. That's the part he said, too. Yeah. <laughs> but you knew where he went. You knew where he went. I knew where he was coming from. Well, let me say this. Let me say this. Christianity is an Eastern religion. Right. <laughs> what I mean is it comes from the East. It don't come from North Dallas. Okay. Right, right. It comes from, it comes from another side of the ocean and their, their experiences or, or their mindset as it regards suffering was a healthier version of suffering. They, they had a healthy mindset as it regards to going through stuff. You've heard of the yin and the yang. Right, right. And this is by way of example. They meant that their lives was balanced. So as much as they had good, they expected okay, some bad. bad to help balance it out. Right. As much as they had bad, they expected some good to balance it out. Right. What did Job say? Shall I receive good from the Lord and not bad too? So it, it, it yeah. shows it shows the mindset that they had towards suffering, towards going through. Now, of course, when you're going through a lot and for a long time, yeah, it can it can hurt you. It can right. damage damage your psyche, damage your heart and, and 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 hurt your 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 expectations. But that's where you go back to the word of God and you find comfort because just as they suffered, we can suffer. And just as they was comforted, we can be comforted. Yeah, that's why I, I like how you put it about those things too because even christ if you read through the gospels christ prepares you for it yeah you know you say you say getting to know christ because that's who you're putting your trust in absolutely he prepares you that you're going to experience trouble like yeah. i know you're saved now i'm glad yeah. Brad, you, yeah. you made the right choice yeah Good but start. there's going to be yeah. some suffering and then you can see how people put their trust in god mm-hmm. in the soul you mm-hmm. can see how like they wholeheartedly even while they were going through still mm-hmm. gave him praise mm-hmm. still gave him proper his just due. like so you're able to see how i should go through absolutely by leading through those songs absolutely so this is my attitude mm-hmm. for going through yeah. and one thing i've been kind of preaching to my children about being patient they think just waiting is being patient no it's how you wait yeah and they might be too young to understand that but <laughs> he's trying to put it in a yeah way. yeah but but it's, it's how you wait and right. so it's it's not just going through, but it's how you go through. Right. Do you go through with a with a trust in God? Because here's the thing: Christ has already overcome the world. Right. Christ has overcome uh, overcome the devil. The devil's on our feet. All of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So that that's that part is conquered. So that means you just got to go through and trust God. Right. 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 What you go through shouldn't change how you feel about God. It shouldn't. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't change your love for God. It shouldn't change uh, your dynamic of your relationship. If anything, as the psalm should show us, you draw closer to God in those moments because if nobody else knows what you're going through, He knows. Right. Here's the here's the funny thing: God never shared a tear. But he understands your tears. Right. Because he has Jesus, who was a man who went through for it's it's when you learn Christ and know that he went through all of the human experiences, he went through the gamut of emotions so that he can be a a a, a good intercessor and a and a go-between for, for humankind, he he knows what the heartache feels like. Right. As a human. Right. God, God, does he know? Yeah, he knows from his, his, his knowledge, his, his infinite knowledge, but has he experienced it on the human level? But that's what makes it so amazing. That's why they are able to comfort you. That's why we have not a high priest, which is not able to be touched with the feeling of our friends. I talked about that before Absolutely. because you made, when you start reading, I mean, we're still talking about studying the Bible. Mm-hmm. When you start reading and studying, you're able to see, I actually was able to draw something from his, him, 
on the cross. Like I used to be like, man, he don't understand stress. But then you see, yeah, in does. the Garden of Gethsemane, he absolutely he's stressed. Absolutely, <laughs> he's like absolutely. That's, that's a that's a picture of anxiety and stress yeah, because I'm about to take on something that I don't know absolutely. how that feels. So he's yeah. able to to understand yeah. how I feel when I'm stressed. Absolutely, and, and that's so, the beauty of Christ. And, and 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 just him being the God man, he's God enough to still have a connection with the Father, but yet he's human enough to where he can understand our infirmities. He understands what we're going through. Because, you know, when you talk about God, 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 you put him so high, he seems like, ah, oh, he he don't know what I'm going. He don't know what it means to be broke. Nothing, you know, yeah, yeah. got the cow on thousand hills belong to him. Right. But but Jesus, he had to get his taxes paid. Right. He had to believe the Lord. He had to believe God for that. You yeah, know? I love it. <laughs> so so there's that point of relationship that you can have and that you can build as you come to know Christ. Mm-hmm. And and again, you know, yeah, there's study aids that can help that, but just get into the word. Mm-hmm. Read read the gospels, uh, read the Psalms and foster that relationship with God because that that'll take you where where study and won't. Yeah. And I mean, I could keep going on that. This is your podcast, uh, brother. <laughs> I could keep going on that all day because, I mean, we start thinking about learning Christ. You know what I mean? That's a whole different thing because you learn again. You learn the attitude you should have. You learn how you should go through stuff. You understand that he got he got tired. He grew yeah. anxious. He you know yeah. he dealt with the same things you deal with, like you said. So he understands and he's able to have the Father. He sends us a comforter. So they mm-hmm. all just working together Absolutely. to help us keep. And it also, like you said, it, it when you see that he understands, when you read the Psalms, you see other people have been through it. It helps you to uh, uh, um, fight against the enemy when he comes mm-hmm. with that deception. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Nobody mm-hmm. cares. Nobody understands. Oh, well, if, God, I, if nobody else understands, I know Jesus understands. Absolutely. Like, so it Absolutely. helps you to understand and be able to fight that. Um, the enemy when he comes. Is there one specific right or wrong way I should go about studying the word of God? Oh, you jumping around in questions, I see. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, I would say motive. Check your motive. Mm-hmm. Uh, because everyone wants to be deep. You knew I was going to go with you. I don't even know why you asked me that question. <laughs> Everybody wants... Look, and there's nothing wrong with being knowledgeable. Right. There's nothing wrong with... Uh, because I think there's a anti-intellectual... Well, no, don't 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 read this. Or, you know, you don't need to read this. Well, I'm trying to be knowledgeable. You know, study the scriptures and there's other aids or resources that can help me in my understanding. But the primary thing is check your motive. Right. Why do you, why do you want to know where 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 pastor gets some of his notes from? You know, why why do you want to know that? <laughs> why why do you want to know? What is it going to do for you? You know what I'm saying? If it don't help you grow, I mean, yeah, like you said, the motive. What's your yeah. motive? Yeah. Is it is it so you can sound more theological when you talk to to people who you know don't study like you do? Is it to make? Is it to lift yourself up? Yeah. Because knowledge, the Bible says, puff it up. Right. So what are you what are you building what are you getting the the resources for especially if you there's no output right you know you get all this input but there's no output so that that's how you get stuff puffed up because there's so much in and it ain't even left out <laughs> I like the visual representation did you see what yeah, yeah. praise the Lord so so what is your motive you know what I'm saying and because you've seen them you know you've seen different people throughout the time. 
they want to know, hey, what you reading, preacher? And, you know, blah, blah, this and blah, blah, that. And you mention it to them and, A, they don't do nothing with it. Or two, they, they go completely laughing and, and go into some deeper waters about stuff. I'm like, nah, come on back. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. It's, <clears throat> there is a wrong way because if you're only trying to lift yourself up or gain knowledge for yourself, you're in error. Right. It's, it's erroneous. Yeah. If it's to understand the scriptures, if it's to understand God, mm-hmm. So that one, if you do have a uh, circumstance where you are in conversation with someone, you can make clear mm-hmm. what you're saying and what and what message you're trying to get across. Because that's really what study is for. You read to to gain knowledge, but you study to be specific. Yeah. You you want to? I, I want to be clear. <laughs> Repeat that. Repeat that. <laughs> tell, tell them to rewind. <laughs> now, nah, but you 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 read just for you know general knowledge and awareness yeah. of what's being said. But you study to be specific. I want I want. To be able to uh, say with clarity what it is this text is saying and this text is meaning. And, you know, if, if it's only just to make yourself puffed up or feel better about yourself. Right. Well, then that's not glorifying God. Not at all. And one thing, I, and I, I, I hold down, I hold to this. I feel like whenever you start studying, let's say, certain subjects, it, for me, at least in my life, it never fails. God will bring someone around you. And and they need that particular thing that you were studying on. Sometimes it's for you too. Like sometimes God, and God will put stuff in your way for you to see where you need to be. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I've seen this happen. Uh, I blame you for this this particular story I'm about to tell. So we uh, we've worked in ministry together for years. That's how we grew as brothers, and he's helped me out a lot. Um, I don't know if you remember this, but it was one day when we was got we went like all day. I don't know if you remember this. It was out there. It was a Saturday. We went. We didn't have church that night, but I remember we got up. We went to uh, one train station, passed our tracks, witness. We rode the train to the West End and then passed out more tracks and witness. And I remember earlier, you had already talked to me about like how to talk to an atheist. (laughs) (laughs) I remember the first person. I'm like, I'm early a year into being saved. It might not even been a year yet. And I remember getting off, you know, I'm just, hey, God bless you. Mm-hmm. And it was like, and this person was just like, I don't believe in God. Oh, well, God bless you anyway. <laughs> I, I have nothing for you. But yeah. it, it let me know, like, hey, I need to yeah. be able to give an answer yeah, yeah, yeah. for these people. Um, not for myself. So God will put you in situations for you to see, like, hey, there's people out there. What do you do? Mm-hmm. You know, when I bring you across these people. Yeah, yeah. And you don't. Absolutely. You know what I mean? I was I don't, don't want to say luckily, but I remember this guy. He was like, "I'm a Christian, and mm. I just wanted to see if you was prepared." And I was like, "Well, man," that, mm. I was like, <laughs> and I was like, "Well, well didn't no, make I'm me not, feel not. better, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> but 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 yeah, God will put you in those situations." And I think uh, you know we f- we feel like as Christians we have to have, and I know the Bible says, "Be be ready to have an answer for the hope that lies within you," and I believe in that. But there's you, we don't know everything, right? Right. You know, <laughs> So in casual conversation when you're at work, it's okay to That's tell like, somebody, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know everything. You know, I know you probably think I do because I go to church and whatever, but I don't I don't know everything. But get get let me let me have a evening off and I guarantee you I, I know more about the subject than I probably ever would have known. Yeah. If I never ran into you to give me that impetus to push me to study that particular subject. Yeah. So yeah, it's 
it's yeah, God will put you in, in, in certain circumstances where he will show you you need to know this. Right. Because if someone else comes across and they need that word from you, right. you don't want to be empty. That's one thing about, about studying. Studying helps us not to be that that figless tree. Right. Oh, I like it. Yeah. Jesus yeah. went to yeah, the yeah. tree, thought he hey, I'm hungry. Right. It looked like it's supposed to have some figs on it and ain't nothing for me. Right. You don't want to be that Christian where you look the part, you talk the talk, you know, you you, you praise the Lord, holler, everything you say is a is a is a Christian cliche. But when they need to get something from you, well, I don't know, let me ask my pastor. Mm. That's a that's a sad place to be <laughs> where you have to ask the pastor all the time. I mean, because God called me, I should be a witness, right? He tells me. You know what I mean? Like to study, you know what I mean? To show myself approved, not, I'm just, you know, you know what I mean? You know, natural men have written books about the circles of influence and all this other kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. The pastor got his circle of influence. Right. You know, you part of that circle. He's influenced you. So who are you going to influence? Right. And when these people come to you and they hungry, they don't want nothing but feed or nothing but leaves. Right. They, they feed me. Give me some, ner- te- you know, yeah. feed me something. You yeah. know, what, what would Philip look like if the Ethiopian eunuch looked up to him and said, hey, uh, Need somebody to guide me that, in this. That would have been a terrible and Philip, story. Philip was like, well, let me let me see if I can get Peter. That would have been and, a terrible uh, story to <laughs> You won't find that in that. You know, that would have been redacted. That would have been out of the Bible, you know. But thank God Philip was able to lead him. Right. And the Ethiopian went back and he was able to be an evangelist where he went. So that's that's what it's all about is I want to grow in my knowledge of God because, one, I love God. Yeah. I want to foster uh, uh, a relationship with the scriptures because I have a love for the word of God. Right. And then that prepares me to be a witness should someone ask of the hope that lies within me. Right. I want to be a, you don't want to be a mute witness. Right. No, no witness was ever mute. They they had something to express or something to show. Yeah. Uh, we already talked about like when should I start studying new convert, things like that. I would say I mean, I know it. I don't really think there's a right or wrong way to do this, but should I take notes? Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, everybody's yeah. different, right? Like, I know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know I got spirals on spirals, mm-hmm. and then I'd be like, where did I write that in? <laughs> so, uh, but I know everybody's different. Some people, I don't know, and they may, they may start taking notes. And they so, may... so, yeah, so going back to, yeah, there is a wrong way. You know, your selfish motive is is definitely wrong. Even if you do gain knowledge, if all it is is to make yourself look better, then you're in the wrong spirit. Right, right. There is a right way. You know, the Bereans, the Bible says... When 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 Paul preached to them, the Bereans. <laughs> I'm not. Gonna, I, he, he just said, "Don't be ashamed to say something you don't know." I was like, "Hold on, who?" <laughs> the soccer team. I don't know. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what. Oh, bless you, Jesus. Uh, the, the, the Bereans. Yeah. Paul talks about them being more excellent than, uh, than other people because anything that they share with them. They sought it out. They researched it. Yeah. They, 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 I'm not saying I don't trust you as a messenger of God, but I'm finna go do my own research to corroborate yeah. what you're saying. And so we should take that attitude of the Bereans, especially when, when we're in church and someone is preaching, you know, sit there with a Bible, have you, have your notepad, notepad. Mm-hmm. interact. And that's the thing. Studying should be an interaction. With the text, it should be an interaction with, let's say, someone who's preaching. You know, I know everyone wants to holler out at the preacher and yeah, preach and this, that, and the other. But 
see where he going first. Oh my! I don't mean to interrupt you. I do know this. They were more noble. That's yeah. what. He t- <laughs> yeah, I was like, hold on, yeah. I don't know this, but yeah, I do know this. Yeah. Okay, well, thank, thank you. Go, go on and read the script. Thank, thank you, thank you for bringing it back to my memory. It's Acts seventeen and eleven. Uh, <laughs> I was like, hold on, I do know this, but yeah, I mean, you can say they were. They didn't just take people's like you said. They right. were for it because that was one of my ideas. Recent things like you don't just take people's word for it, mm. but and I was mm. like, um, it. And that you showed that that scripture shows like, hey, mm-hmm. you're not supposed to take anybody's word. And for we it. know Paul was a man of God, we yeah. know, you know. But again, he he commended them, you yeah. know. And so, so that should tell you, you know, you don't take no one's word for it, even if you trust them. And I'm not, you know, again, I'm not saying not trust people, but you want to have a handle on the scriptures to where. By the time it's coming out of their mouth, it's already an amen in your spirit. Yeah. You you don't want it to to always be as you as you grow older, as you get older, you, you don't want it to always be. Hmm. You know, now there are some things because you know ministers study differently than yeah. lay members. Which I'm, I'm gonna ask you that in a minute too. But yeah, yeah, ministers different than lay members, so they may bring out some poignant, you know, cultural references and and things like that that you may not have even thought to study because you're. You're studying right. in a certain right. wavelength. That should be new. That's fine. But right. but learn what 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 is what is he saying? What is the message? Write your notes, and even if the pastor or whoever's preaching may not answer as he's preaching in that moment, that's something for you to go back home and research. That's you true. know, that's you can true. look 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 it up. And and that process too, I would say, it will aid your maturity mm. because maturity is in the scrutiny. Yeah. Is being able to scrutinize what you hear that that distinguishes you from a babe, a babe in Christ, and a mature, full aged man. Because yeah. babes just get in milk. Yeah. But a full man, he's able to discern between good and evil or lie and truth. Right. And so they can take strong meat. I can I can chew on something. Oh no, they don't, they don't taste right. Yeah. And, and spit that out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, <laughs> But a baby, it's just you know, you just lay, lay the baby back, and they just gonna drink. You yeah. Know? So, so the the maturity uh, is in the scrutiny, being able to scrutinize what you hear, and not just take everything. Yeah, that's what I love about church too, because we, they, you, man, we, we're told to bring our Bibles. Absolutely. We are told to open our Bibles and follow along. Yeah. So, and, it, and it's not just from the it's from the pastor down. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They, mm-hmm. Hey, you got your Bibles. Like yeah. everybody wants to make sure you're reading along with them. Like I'm not just making up something. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. That's what I love about that. But you talked about like minister studies different from a lay member. Mm. And that was one of the questions I was going to ask you. Does studying the Bible make me a minister? You kind of started it earlier, but. Well, does it make you a minister? Absolutely not. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> just studying, just to, 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 to be more uh, erudite in your in your understanding of the scriptures. I don't know what that means, Clarence. Knowledgeable. <laughs> if, if that doesn't automatically make you a minister right um because again we talk about people who like to be deep mm-hmm. you know paul said uh paul said that there was a group of people when he was uh i want to say going towards the acropolis uh, uh mars hill he said that there's a group of people i watched them and day by day they like to hear something new mm. that was that was their thing they, they like to hear of a new thing and you have these these people in in this generation who who's studying for that effect. I want to say something new. I want to say something that ain't nobody ever said before, ain't nobody ever heard before. What well, 
that's not what you should study for. Right. Well, number one, there's nothing new under the sun. I know. I can guarantee you somebody in the 1800s said the exact same thing. Yeah. I can. Yeah. I can promise you. Yeah. Hidden amongst the stuff, that yeah. ain't new. Yeah. Number one is in the Bible. Number two, Charles Spurgeon preached it before anybody did. <laughs> so if you come later and you think you're going to get something new, eh, yeah. it, it may be a newer application maybe, right. but it's been preached before. Right. So, so yeah, so that goes back to folks trying to want to be deep and all this other kind of stuff, but you don't even know what revelation is, you know? Right. So no, studying by itself doesn't make you a minister. Mm-hmm. Now, it can help and qualify you mm-hmm. if you are being called to ministry. Right. Because what are you going to preach? Right. As, as, as in our church, you tell somebody <laughs> that you, that you feel like you called to preach, they're going to tell you one or two things. Talk to your pastor. And get get your head in the book and pray. Yeah. And you're like, well, that ain't that ain't much instruction. I mean, you know, <laughs> I, I want you to, you know, give me tell me where to get a collar or you know. <laughs> yeah, don't, you don't get none of that. No, nah, you don't get none of that. Because what are you gonna what are you gonna preach? If you are, yeah. what what are you gonna preach? Yeah. Your head need to be in the book. And then are you gonna preach it right? And when I say right, I mean in the right spirit. So you need to be in prayer with God. So right. no, just studying just don't make you a minister, it makes you specific. It makes you able to scrutinize what you hear right, right. and not and not be easily led into falsehood and be led astray. But that that can help qualify you if you are being called. Yeah. So let's get into these study materials. Mm-hmm. You ready for it? You ready for that? Mm-hmm. Talking about some of the <laughs> What are some different tools I can use when studying my Bible? I know you're going to give us something good and not something off the wall. I wouldn't ask everybody this question, so <laughs> it's specific for you. Well, let me say this. Uh, let's see. So, like I said, studying the Bible is an interaction with the text. So, let's just break down. First, um, you want to love God. Mm-hmm. That's, what, that's, that's what's bringing you to that table. You want to fellowship with God and know him more. Uh secondly, I love the Bible. I like I like reading the Bible. It's right, right, right. So you have to foster love for reading. It's ama- it amazes me how people can read everybody else's book, but you can't read the Bible. Yeah. Read the Bible. Yeah. That's that's where your life is. That's yeah. where the lifeline is. Everything else is periphery. It's on it's on the outskirts. But read 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 the the read the crux. Read the yeah. you know the truth. And then from that you, you want to have an interaction with the text. Uh, when I read any book, I'm underlining, I'm circling words, I'm highlighting, I'm making notes. <clears throat> it, it's toe up by yeah. the time I'm done with it. And that, that helps your interaction and it helps your memory. Right. Because it's a sad person who will read, read the scripture and say that they study. Oh, what you study? Uh, something in the New Testament? You know, it's like... <laughs> You don't know what you studied. <laughs> you, know, you don't know what you was reading. That's funny. It should be an interaction, but you'd be surprised how many people, oh, oh I study I, my Bible every day. I, I read all the time. Well, what was the last thing you read? Well, something, something about her, and, and they, they didn't cross-reference a whole bunch of stuff. Well, tell me something good. Yeah, you know. You're right. <laughs> so you want to have an interaction with the text. You want to a- answer the, the five basic questions, the who, what, when, where, how, and why. Okay, you want to... Know who's speaking, uh, who's the general audience within that text, what's what's going on, and your study aids or your study material is going to come from how to better answer those questions. Right. So if you're trying to find 
the what, what this means or what, what this signifies, I may need a study aid to help, to help me with that. For right. instance, I may need uh, a Strong's Concordance. That's, right. Those are usually the general things that you're going to want. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A, con- a good concordance, a good Bible dictionary starting off. Cause a whole lot of words in the Bible is stuff, words that we don't even use in, in common vernacular. You right, know? right, right. You don't hear people walking around saying propitiation <laughs> on the normal. Hey, propitiation. You know, you don't hear that on yeah, the normal yeah. basis. So it's like, well, what does that mean? Right, what, right, right. And also, what does it signify? Right. So I may, I don't know. I mean, uh, a regular dictionary may only tell me so much. What does it mean as it's used in the scriptures? So you may need a Bible dictionary to help draw that meaning out so that you can have a clear understanding. Yeah. So yeah, you got Bible dictionaries, strong concordance because he, all of us have had that moment. The Bible says, uh, "Where is it? At? It's on the tip of my tongue." It's, I know it got it got the in it. <laughs> you know, yeah. it, I, I can extrapolate a few words out of it. But that's where the beat of strong concordance because you can find one of those words. Yeah. Find where it said, and then boom, you. I was gonna yeah. ask you what was the purpose of that concordance, but you kind of gave it to him. It's because, yeah. like, you can kind of remember a word, yeah. a theme, yeah. it can kind of put you in the yeah. right spot. A lot of Bibles already have a a decent, I want, well, I ain't gonna say decent. They have a concordance at the back of the Bible, depending on the Bible. If you have a good Bible, you usually have some kind of well, concordance at the back. Every, every Bible is different, too. So, yeah. When I, I bought a Bible and didn't have a concordance at the back, I was like, what is this? Yeah. yeah. Every, or if it does, it's, it's only like a few words. It's like, is this a child study Bible? Like, what is this? But, but yeah, you want to have a concordance because it helps you to find where the scripture is. Right. And then if you really like them, really get into a concordance, it also tells you how it's used in that verse in, yeah. the, in the Hebrew or the Greek. Yeah. So that's the other, other blessingness of, 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 of James Strong's there. And uh, what's the good like? What's the reason for that? The Bible dictionary. I mean, I know, but they may not know. But you, you want to learn. You want to, you want to speak in biblical language. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, your your understanding should be how it was used in biblical times. Right. Yeah, we can we can cross reference and we can apply it to our modern our modern day. But what was the intended meaning and usage then? Yeah. How would the Jews or whoever the people of their day, how would they understand what's being said? Right, right, right. And so, I, I mean, I don't know. Uh, you know, I, I, I can't go back in time. and Right. So, but I can get a Bible dictionary and that can help me learn, okay, when he said this, they understood, for instance, the Son of Man. So often people think, well, when Jesus was talking about the Son of Man, he was talking about being, he, he was born of a man. No, that's not what he meant. Oh, tell what he meant. What they what? You about to teach something? <laughs> I ain't teaching nothing. But the but the son of man is a title reference to someone of deity who's who's similar to the ancient of days, similar to God. It's a reference to Daniel, so it's a title of Christ that yeah. he is the son. Of, so when he's saying this, he's not trying to. Uh, when Jesus saying this, he's not trying to be like uh, Ezekiel because yeah. God kept saying son of man to him. When he's saying this of himself, and you shall see the Son of Man descend from the clouds, the Jews of that day knew uh, he's he's making himself to be God. He's mm-hmm. making himself to be uh, like the Most High. All and right. so that's how they understood that phraseology. If you just say, well, I'm a son of a man, so maybe he means the same. No, nah, it's not. Yeah, yeah. Understanding yeah. how it is used then and how it's understood by the people in that day. And that brings me to another thing. You may have to get you a cultural book. I think there's a... Book manners and customs, mm-hmm. you know, 
how, how they dealt with crops, how they dealt with animals, what certain animals signify, what certain colors meant. I mean, all the the Bible is replete with meaning, but again, it's, it's how you can extrapolate that so that you can understand uh, those times that they were living. Yeah, and those things like that, the Bible dictionaries, um, I feel like they help you to not miss use scripture mm-hmm. or misinterpret scripture mm-hmm. maybe a better way of saying it yeah but, um that way because you know you some people will take a a clause or a b clause mm-hmm. or a verse or take a few verses not which may bring you back to reading which may be another portion of study reading the whole passage to get the oh. whole context of that yeah. um absolutely and, but they may take a verse and it because you don't understand the meaning of that day or how it was used right. or right. like what was actually all going on? The Bible dictionary can help you to mm-hmm. understand the times, the customs, like mm-hmm. you said, like all of those things. That way, you're not talking to somebody else. You know what I mean? And it, and then you're misusing that scripture. And mm-hmm. now the person, that person, could be religious. They may know, right? And they may like you don't know what yeah. you're talking about. That could hinder them listening to your true witness. So right. Right. it helps to know, like you said, like what was actually going on. So you're not yeah. trying to make scripture fit your thought absolutely or what you're trying to what you're trying to say you know what i mean because so many people do that they'll try to make it fit what they want to say that's not what that that's not what that means so praise lord i mean there our history is again full of different people who who try to build a whole lifestyle of theology or belief system based, based off of random scriptures that that are not coherent that right, don't right. call it yeah the individual scriptures are true but the topic that you're trying to arrange them under, or or uh, have a build a theology of, is is not. It's not. Nah, you, you can't you can't throw that throw that together like that. So yeah. that's where uh, Nave's topical Bible. Mm-hmm. That's another good one. Yeah, uh, because it gives you a lot of scriptures that that co- coincide with that particular topic or, or heading. Right. So that you can know you know what's in line. So it's is you getting different aids. To better answer questions. Okay, so you know, I only got one concordance because it's really only one you really need and that's that's strong's. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm I sorry any other concordance out there yeah. make up, but strong's got it like that. <laughs> um as a as it regards Bible dictionaries, uh Hendrickson, the publisher, uh, uh Henderson's the publisher, they have yeah. they have uh, a good Bible dictionary. Zondervan has a good Bible dictionary. Uh, yeah. that that you can get. So those those are just again the ones you can get. Ungers has a is a good Bible dictionary. You even got let me see what you got on yeah Haley's. I remember that from back in the day. Yeah, <laughs> even Haley's. So you you got you got different ones and and it's just tailoring it to your to your taste. So how how it's, how it's readable to you because mm-hmm. it some some people you know can understand one writer or one author better than the other and you know mm-hmm. you can tailor it to your taste. Um, a lot of a lot of times you get the question of what kind of study Bible should I get? Mm-hmm. Well, even those are different because every study Bible has its own aim, has its own mission. Right. Every study Bible is not just your regular Zondervan study Bible, mm-hmm. which is Zondervan's trying to cover a whole lot. It's a general, yeah. more general type study Bible, or the King James Version study Bible. It's a general. Uh, so you you may have a chronological study Bible. Mm-hmm. You may have. <laughs> You may have uh, dates anatoted, you yeah. know, and the strength and weaknesses of each study Bible is what helps you again in answering those questions as you study. So 
I say Dakes, for instance, because I know a whole bunch of people love Dakes. Yeah. I lost. Okay, I lost the Dakes. Thirty Bible. I think somebody stole it, but oh, you stole somebody stole the word. That's a sad situation. <laughs> the messed up part. It had a name on that moment, so Man, it could have got returned. But that hurts my I still haven't bought another one just because. The pain. That, that it's been like it's been like ten years. I still won't buy another. Wow. Just off, wow. off of the pain of somebody stealing it. That's terrible. People don't steal Bibles. <laughs> if anything, it should get you into hell. <laughs> still another man study Bible. Um, I like Dakes. I love Dakes. Yeah. But Dakes' strength and weakness is the same. Yeah. He's literal. Yeah. And that can be a good thing, or that can be a bad thing. So. The great thing. It, it can be great when it's when it's in line with what the Bible is saying, and and that's another thing too. Again, I, that's why you want to foster love for the scriptures first, right? Right. So you can decipher. So you can because allow. because for instance, I don't care if Matthew Henry says something. I need to know what the words say. That's right. That's right. I, I trust Matthew Henry, but some you know he's a man just like I'm a man. He had to study just like I'm studying. I know. So and he may have have had more knowledge. In his time, right? But ah, some things just you just can't make it fit. I don't care how poetic you make it sound or whatever phraseology you use. If it's unbiblical, it's just unbiblical. If it's wrong, it's just wrong. I love that you said that because some people, you know what I mean. You can't take everything. I don't care how well well known the the book is. Yeah, I may not be able to take everything. You know what I mean. I still may have, like you said, I have to fall in love with the word, and if I'm like, well, this don't make sense. Yeah. Accord yeah. when I when I hold it up against the word, absolutely. You know, and absolutely. I think that's what you have to learn how to do. That's a very important thing to learn how to do when you're studying. Yeah, like holding something up against the word. I'm I'm trying to compare what even so. Again, you're talking about getting different books sometime on the subject because you just you want to interact. And yeah. Sometimes it's really fun when they don't know what they're talking about, <laughs> and in it because what that's doing is strengthening you and in, in your. Oh, I know. I know the Bible don't say this because the Bible says blah, 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 blah. And though you're just there with a book by yourself and no one is challenging you, no one is confronting you, the fact that you can, from the reservoir of your spirit, find this answer or know that the Bible says this, that tells you that it's in there. Yeah. That tells that you, you know what you're talking about. You mm-hmm. know, the, you, you, you spend some time with God. You can't, can't nobody pull the wool over your eyes. You know, so interaction with these authors, if they say something that's good or that bring out a, a a different slant, so to speak, of how to. That's good. If sometimes when they're wrong, like ah, nah, because this, 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 and this, yeah. you know, and it and it just helps to foster. Again, your interaction, you're interacting with the text, and yeah. it's strengthening your your relationship and your resolve with what the Bible say. Because I don't care who it is, I don't care. Listen, it's been great, great men of God and all of that kind of stuff. If they say something off, it's off. Yeah, that's just how it go. Because the Bible is right, yeah. And somebody else is wrong, God, but, somebody else. But, then, but the Bible is right, yeah. That's what we know. It's the Bible. I know the Bible. The Bible is right. Um, I don't think we talked about a commentary, but we brought it up. What's the purpose of like that commentary? So we talk about observation, mm-hmm. which is again you're trying to answer those questions: who, what, when, where, and how, and why. Uh, well, well, the interpretation comes with the with the why aspect of it. Why? Why is this? important or why what's going on what is the reason or the cause behind it <clears throat> and sometimes it, it, it tries you may sometimes a commentary is good enough to help kindle that flame of 
thinking of why this is going on the way it's going, of how to interpret this scripture. Now, let me say this. Nothing takes the place of the Holy Spirit. I can't say that enough because just because you have a commentary, just because you have every (laughs) study aid known to man, the Holy Ghost is is the one who wrote the scriptures. He he moved upon men to write. So he what better way to get the answer than with the Spirit of God? So no commentary, nothing takes the place of the Spirit of God. But in in an eight in an effort to assist your interpretation, you may have to use the commentary to help see, oh okay, so this is why he said this, or this is how they understood it, or whatever. And this is uh why what's going on is so important and right. probably why it's even included in the scripture. Right. Because every important thing in the sense is not included in the Bible. Right. You know, John said it's it's a whole libraries of stuff that I could feel to tell you what Jesus did. But he he left it in what was necessary. Right. So some stuff ain't necessary. Let me say this. It's a lost book for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> You're talking about the. I sure am. It's a lot. <laughs> you already know what I'm about to say. Listen, you throw, throw the book of Enoch in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> That's that spooky deep stuff. Okay, you you, uh, you 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 can't even understand what the Bible is saying, but you're gonna read some lost book and you don't even know if Enoch wrote it. He don't you you don't know if he wrote it. Well, it's quoted in Jude. Yeah, Jude know who he was talking about, but you don't know what you got in your hand. Right. So, (laughs) so stick to the words. Stick to the scriptures because the the, the books are lost for a reason, okay? Yeah. It's lost for a reason. And and, and it ain't going to make you no more spiritual. That's what, well... I'm not trying to get him fired up, but if I... (laughs) That's what what messed up. I'm going to say this, and I'm going to try to jump out. I'm going to try that's what messed up that that movie on Mo, uh, on, on Noah, the the most recent that came out with uh with uh who was that actor that played Maximus Decimus uh Russell Crow. Russell Crowe oh yeah they got they they gathered their intel from Gnostic lost books mm. on the subject mm. and that movie was trash I bet it was Ten Commandments Charlton Heston still stands up you know why because mm. he extrapolate he extrapolated from the scriptures, you know, great movie, praise right. Lord. <laughs> so you know, so you got to be careful because there is a there is an underlying movement of spirituality where people are trying to make something else authoritative than the scriptures, than the mm-hmm. word of God. Right, right. Oh well, you don't know what you're talking about because in this book, they I don't care about that book. Right, and that ain't how you respond to them. I'm just. Depending, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't care about that because what does the understanding is the understanding of that going to lead to more holiness and more godliness? Yes, sir. Is it going to push me closer to God? Is it going to make me more like Christ? Right. If it's just going to make me a thug on the street who who has general knowledge of of, of spiritual things, well, then how is that any different from anybody else? <laughs> right, 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 right. How's it any different from the from these, you know, religions who, who they're adamant, they're passionate, but they're wrong. Right. You can be sincere and still be wrong. Yeah. Stick with the word, stick with the truth, because it's these other things fringe on not only does it fringe on just uh damnable doctrine, but it also fringes on uh uh just 
idolatry and blasphemy. Right. Like straight yeah. up blasphemy. And y'all pray for me. I have a low tolerance for something that's blasphemous. Yeah. I just I just do. Yeah. Not as blasphemous, that's gonna send you and whoever hear you straight to hell. So stop stick with the word, stick with the truth, stick with the true vine, and yeah. then you'll be all right. Praise the Lord. Leave them lost books alone. <laughs> yeah. and, Praise Lord. <laughs> I'm about to say something else, but I'm going to go ahead. You can go ahead and say it. Well, you can throw them rocks away. You can throw the, <laughs> the, the, the sinning oils away. Let me, let me stop. The whole, the whole <laughs> witchcraft pack, right? Yeah, the, the witchcraft starter kit. You know what you I'm saying? throw it away. Throw that's that all it is, away. right? That's all it is. And those things don't replace prayer. Those things don't replace faith in God. And that's that's where we're getting to. There's a huge... Oh, there's like a holy humanism. Mm. That's that's coming about where people are trying to make themselves the authority based off their own uh, 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 experience that can't nobody corroborate. Right. I can corroborate, even though your testimony of salvation might be different from mine. We can corroborate it because the scriptures gives us the standard of what salvation looks like. Right. And because I know the scriptures, then that, that gives me a way to test. Yeah. See, the Bible, try every spirit. How can you tell what's on the tree? You know, you have to be a fruit inspector. Right. Well, if you if you blind and don't know what the, what the fruit is supposed to look like, then yeah. how, how are you going to be able to know? Yeah. The scriptures gives us that foundation to, of truth, of absolute truth, to, to where we can test everything in human experience and especially as it relates to Christianity. So if you bring something to quote-unquote Christianity that's outside of the standard of, of what the Bible is saying is Christianity. Right. The Bible is right. Yeah. Somebody, and again. Somebody, somebody else. Right. Somebody wrong. And it might be you. And it's yeah, okay. It's okay. Admit that you're wrong and come back to the truth. That's, that's all yeah, it is. That's all it is. Uh, so we talked about it in like getting into studying. Like, should I pray? That's what made me think about it because you was like, you know, you got to be in the right mindset. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't want to have the wrong mind. Uh, going in, you know, because knowledge puffs it up. Mm-hmm. And I don't think we we didn't talk about this, but should I pray before I study? Absolutely, absolutely. Prayer is again your your whole studying is an outsource of your fellowship with God. Yeah, it it's almost as if you and God is going to lunch. Right. Okay. It's it's you is you sitting down with God, and and sometimes you know you pray before you get into it, but excuse me, sometimes even in the midst of studying. If let's say you're in a place where you don't have access to your other study aid and materials, right. again, the Holy Spirit, those things don't replace the Holy Ghost. Yeah. You can sit there and you can like, Lord, I'm trying to understand this. What does this mean? And you can sit there and I'm gonna use this word, but I'm using I'm, I'm using it within context. You can meditate yeah. on what you're reading and what you're thinking about. Right. And the Spirit of God will begin to teach you because he is our teacher right 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 that's his job that's right. his function to teach us and to lead us in the, into our truth why why would we sit there in ignorance and he knows we're sitting there in ignorance and he don't lead us into truth right if we invite him and in, into the study uh uh, uh in, into the studying moment then he can lead us into what it is that he would have us to go because like you said the study we don't study just to find a uh, hundred facts of the Bible. We don't. We don't study to find. Uh, you know, we, that, that's not why we're studying. We're studying to draw closer to God. So if it's something that I can learn and gain, that's for me. Mm-hmm. He's going to lead me into that. Mm-hmm. So, so, because yeah. I feel like studying also, like you said, draws closer to God because it teaches you what what God expects out of your life, mm-hmm. right? 
And if you truly and genuinely want to live a life that's going to get you to heaven, um, and we are our pastor said, he said, you know, if if God was in Cleveland, that's where I that's where I was trying to go, right? Absolutely. You know what I mean? So uh, it just so happens he's in heaven, and that's where I this is what I have to do to get there. Mm-hmm. And so studying, like you said, brings you closer. That's one way to bring you closer to God. Draw nigh. You know what I mean? You starting. Um, and I was thinking about this the other day. Um, because studying, minister studying, but um, I was thinking about how we can spoil our appetite. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know what I mean. So we can mm-hmm. put TV, we can put, like you said, other books. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. And oh, Lord, you're wondering how you're wondering how, like, why I can't draw closer to God. You know what I mean? Because you're spoiling your appetite, your hunger. And You've thirst. made something else the object of of. Of what you're trying to gain, mm-hmm. the object of what you're trying to ob- obtain, God should be again. That's what the devotion uh, all is all about. Right. It's is fostering an experience. Well, God, you talk to your spouse every day, right? You know, y'all y'all don't just talk. You know, one time in the morning and y'all go on the rest. No, y'all texting. You, yeah, right, right. You're right. hanging around each other. Right. I mean, right. it's the same way with God. Right. We, we're fostering a relationship with God, so we're not just praying for 20 minutes or whatever in the morning, get up and go on about our business and forget God even exists. No, we, we as the old saints used to say, we take the Lord along with you everywhere yeah, you go. Everywhere. This is an experience. Oh, yeah. what's going on over here? You know, it, and I know we, we t- and I'm not saying again, we're trying to be too spiritual or too deep, but we're, we're fostering a relationship with God. Mm-hmm. That, that is, that is paramount, especially in today's time where everyone wants to be a spiritual authority. Everyone wants to be deep. Everyone, everyone wants to have their niche of, 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 of Christianity. Right, right. But I want to have a relationship with God. Right. And that's governed, managed by my relationship with the scriptures. So I, I, I need him a part of the process. Lord, I'm, I don't know what that word means. And the spirit of God, he'll have you, as you're looking through the scriptures, Fix your eyes on, on, on another scripture, and it relates, and you're like, "Wow, praise the Lord!" I, in my own experience, I, I've I've studied before, and 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 was reading, and <laughs> and uh, trying to f- figure out what this word meant, and and none of the spirit of God kind of let me know what the word meant based on the context clues. Well, just to you know, test test, make sure I, I was in the right place. Right. I got my strong concordance, found that word, went to the back of the of the book to see what the Hebrew or the Greek equivalent was, whatever the word was, and it was it was in line. Right. So I got what I needed without even the study aid because of the spirit of God. So he has to be first and foremost mm-hmm. because that's that's who you're trying to build a relationship with. I don't I don't I ain't trying to hang around Strong's. Right, right. I don't know who Matthew Henry is. Yeah. You know, I ain't yeah, trying yeah, to hang yeah, with yeah, him. Yeah. I'm trying to get closer to God. I'm right. trying to draw closer to Christ. And that helps me again in my maturity to scrutinize all of this stuff that's going on. And yeah. so that's even, even, uh, even with, uh, with social media. Mm-hmm. And like you said, spoiling even with, uh, with, with television. Right. Praise the Lord. Uh, everybody can have a favorite expositor of the word. Right. But when they off, you turn them off. Right. 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 <laughs> because what happened, here's what happened. Here's what happened. I use it. I use, I say it this way. You can have somebody that'll say, oh man, uh, uh, I got that new A.W. Toast Bible. Right. Okay, great. 
then a whole bunch of people want to start getting AW Tosin Bibles. And boy, you got AW Tosin, AW Tosin. Good, good for you. But he don't take the place of the Holy Ghost. Right. And then you go to his Bible, to this study Bible. He don't even comment on everything. Yeah, which I'll admit I have, but I don't think I've ever. I even, got I don't, too. I don't think I've even read the note that he has. It. I'm gonna be honest. I don't think yeah, I've ever read I the mean, note. I just use it for I my my Bible, <laughs> but I I don't think I've ever read the notes. That's sad too. But I know because a lot of the stuff is just comes from his books already. So. Well, <laughs> Sweet Jesus. But uh, the, the issue here's here's what I mean. You limit yourself. Based on whatever he's presenting from whatever time frame or mindset he was in when he presented it. Right. Same way with people that you may, a person may listen to. You're limiting your understanding of the scriptures based off my experience may not be your experience. Now, those experiences can again still be governed by the scriptures, but I don't want to limit your understanding. Again, what do we say at our church? You know, I know God not by, just because of I've heard your testimony, right. but I've had my own experience right. with God. And so that's that's what you're trying to foster. You're right. trying to develop your own experience and relationship with God. And that sometimes you got to turn the, these extracurricular people off. You got to just, because you don't want to just hear, you, you don't want to read the scripture and hear their voice. Right. It's <laughs> facts. You want to hear the script, you want to read the scriptures and hear whatever the Lord is trying to tell you. Yeah, and unfortunately, you know. people don't realize, like, when you start doing that, you have too many voices in your head. Yes, you will. Um, and you're trying to turn them out to hear God, and it's hard, right? Yeah. That's like, you got, you know, I mean, you got your pastor, you got mm-hmm. your friends, you got then whoever you read, now you got mm-hmm. their voice in your head, yeah, and you're still trying to, like, yeah. weed it out, especially if you're new and trying yeah. to hear God. So. Yeah. And let me tell you this, too. It makes you lazy. Mm. It makes you lazy. Mm. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. <laughs> at the first time you come across. Now I'm talking about someone who's old in the Lord. Been saved a while. I'm not talking about a new saint. Because everything's going to be new to them. Right. But if you've been in church six months to a year. you That's enough time to have developed. <laughs> Older, he said six months. Wow, six months to a year. Praise the Lord. Oh man. And and what I'm saying is, there comes a time where the child stands on his own, right? And he and he and he takes his own steps. You don't have to carry him. He he, right. he, he walks on his own. And it shouldn't be you. You have to flag the pastor down for everything. Hey, what does this mean? Yeah. Go. Go study. Go read. I don't. I mean, yeah. <laughs> he, you have. He has to do the same thing that you do. Mm-hmm. It's no. It's no special. Now, now some some may have the logos, and some may have the esword.net, all that kind of stuff. They may have those, those other other things to help. Praise the Lord. But they have to study just like you do. That's true. And you don't want to remain ignorant just because. Well, I didn't hear that over the pulpit. So what? Yeah. God gave you your own brain and your own access to a Bible and, and, and the great men of God that have written and studied. You can learn for yourself because one thing that I don't like is people trying to blame ignorance based on what they hadn't heard the pastor share. Mm. The, it's, it's not the pastor's job to be God to you. This is, this is going to bring me to something else. Well, So, I was listening to somebody. It's all studying though, right? And and they were, it may, this may be 
something else. You know, you just leave and say. <laughs> but be. Um, I was listening to someone talk, um, preach the day uh, a sermon, and they were talking about you know why God can't do things in our lives because He wants a partnership. Mm-hmm. And maybe when you think about, you talked about being lazy, right? Mm-hmm. And so. And then sometimes you can't stand on the word of God because you don't know mm-hmm. the word of God. You're waiting, like you said, waiting on it to come over the pulpit. Mm-hmm. But the pastor's trying to feed. He has to feed the flock. Mm-hmm. You know, so he's giving what God is giving him for the flock. Mm-hmm. And it's true. Like God can speak and it can be to everybody's situation. But mm-hmm. that may not be for your situation right now. Mm-hmm. And you, God may be waiting for you to get into it yourself. For you to have the scripture to know to stand on mm-hmm. for yourself. But they were talking about how, you know, God wants partnership and they were giving an example of like, you know, you may want a job. And he's like, sometimes we use, it was late. He said, she said, sometimes we use God's sovereignty as an excuse for our laziness. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we're trying to put it on God. Like, you know what I mean? We're not, we're not doing our part. So that, that we're expecting God to just drop everything in our spirit. By the way, you got to understand what sovereignty means to, to appreciate what's. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Go ahead. So we just we so even in those cases, right? Like you may need a word, mm-hmm. like you said, you go study it, right? Go figure it out. Like, I mean, what does this God mean? God gave you a whole word. He gave you six six yeah. books of words. So go figure it out. Yeah. Find what you need. Yeah. And it's going to come through your studying. Yeah. You know what I mean? For you to understand what yeah. God, where God is trying to take you, because you mm-hmm. never know, like. Your studying may be what you what what's needed to win your family. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Your, the answer the, is there. Seek and you shall find. Right. Knocking the door should be open. Asking you should, you know, I, that's there. The box, it's a reservoir, it's a treasure of 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 everything that you need. You know, it is is the answers of life in it. I mean, God's giving you everything that pertains to life and godliness. So, it's there. You you have to seek. And if you seek it, what you find is that when you discover something, it's sweet. Right. It's sweet to you. It's precious. You, uh, you can you can pinpoint. I remember I was studying one time, and the Lord showed me this. And Lord, that you ain't saying that to make yourself sound, you know, super spiritual. But those are the experiences that you've had with God in the in the moments of study, where you know God, you knew it was God that came in and and and, and gave you that. You know what I'm saying? It's just like even when you go and witness. Sometimes people can be asking you a question and you sitting there praying and thinking like, Lord, have mercy, give me something to say. And before you know it, when you open up your mouth, he didn't gave you something to say and it, and it fits their situation. Right. It's, a, it's similar with, with studying. You can seek after the answer that you need. Lord, I don't know what's going on. What, what is you trying to show me? What's going on in my life right now? I mean, all of the, all of the questions you, God can handle your questions. Right. Throw them questions on God. Right. Cast your cares upon Him. That's what those scriptures are for. Is to He wants to bring you to Him, right? And it's in and it's in Him that you find everything that you need. See, the issue is, is that you want people are trying to sustain their Christianity outside of Christ, mm-hmm. and and you, but that's not that's not what you that's not what you do. Right. You don't sustain your Christianity based on either the church you go to or the pastor that you have or whatever study material that you have. Christianity is sustained in a person, right? Christ. Right. Christianity. Yeah. Christ. It's sustained in him and through. Yeah. It's by him. We, we, it's in him we move. We live and have our being. Those things aren't, it's not in the Bible just because it sounds good to say before I, somebody starts to preach. It's, right. 
these things are in the scriptures because that's our relationship with God. Mm-hmm. We are, I'm sitting with you right now, but really in the spirit, I'm sitting with Christ in heavenly places. Yeah. That's a knowledge that I have. So yeah. can't nothing rise up in here that I know he ain't sufficient for in and through me. Right. Period. Yeah. And that, that comes from, cause you're fostering a relationship with Christ. And it, and it's that that's going to help you. When, when you're going through hard hard times and it, and it seemed like God is against you. It seemed like, you know, stuff is blowing up all over you. Like, Lord, God, what's going on? Get, just get back to the brass tacks. Get back to getting into that word because you're trying to understand him and how God moves. And it's that comforting when you when you find that answer. And it may come in various ways. But it's when you find that answer, you're able to comfort others of the same comfort that you're confident of God. Yeah. I love it. Before we get out of here, I'm going to ask you to do Anything you want to leave with the people? Just anything, you know. I know we've been talking about studying the Bible. But we've also been talking about a lot of them, like, you know, not being deceived and things like that. Um, How that, how studying the Bible helps with things like that. But i just like to open it up to, you know, what maybe anything you may want to leave with the people today. Yeah, just the Word of God. All of the, everything that's that's confronted in our society. The scriptures has the answer for it. Mm-hmm. It is our job as witnesses, because you may not be a quote-unquote minister. Mm-hmm. It's our jobs as witnesses. As a witness, what is you? What are you witnessing of? Mm-hmm. Who? What are you the witness? What, what? What? What experience are you bearing witness to? Yeah. You read First John. He said of what we have handled, the word of truth. What? What our eyes have seen. What our hands have touched. He wasn't talking about just being a witness verbally to somebody else. He witnessed Christ. Yeah. See, the reason why we can't be a witness because we we just trying to find an answer to have something to say. Yeah. But when when did you see Christ do something in your life? That's something you can bear witness to because you've had an experience with God. So, so you know that's the object. Get closer to God. You know, uh, there's there's a lot of books and stuff. But that stuff does not take the place again of the spirit of God in your life. It don't take the place of prayer. Yeah. Because <laughs> you know, you, just because you study and you learn something, that that don't mean don't you know don't pray and talk to the Lord. Uh, and it don't take the place of again of your relationship with God. Your motive should be to draw closer to Him, to know Him, because God God said in in His Word, don't boast. In your wisdom, the letter wise man boasts his wisdom, right, strong man right. in history, but boasts that you both know and understand me. Yeah. God wants, God wants to have a relationship with you. And it's, and he's, he's cast it out there. Yeah. So you, you honor him and the gift that he's given you in Jesus Christ by fostering that relationship back with him through study. Yeah. I love it. I want to thank you for coming by. I'm pretty sure they have enjoyed listening to you. I'm pretty sure they're going to want you to come back and. I'm going to want you to come back so we can talk about how to witness to people. Praise I don't know when that's going to happen, but I would love for you to come back and we can talk about you know how to witness to people, how to win people. Because I think that's a very important topic, too, in this yeah. day and time. And maybe we can have some a uh, few other guests and y'all can. Yeah, like know. Charlton. Like Charlton Lewis. <laughs> you can have like the youth pastor. <laughs> you can have him come. We try to get everybody to just kind of come and we talk about you know witnessing and how to win people to christ i mean on different levels right because absolutely it's important to know how to after you study you got to put it to use got to put it to use and 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 some of the issues or rather some of the 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 uh, the, the apprehension to being a witness is because people are not 
they don't feel confident in the material that of, of the word of God. Right. They they feel like, well, I got to ask the pastor and I got to do this and that and the other. Well, if you foster a relationship with the word of God yourself, develop a relationship with God, when you go out, you can have a boldness to, to have an answer. Mm-hmm. And and sometimes you don't necessarily have to have the answer, but you have an answer. Right. You, you, I can lead you. I can guide you in the right, right direction. Yeah. You know, so. You already ready to talk about it. Well, <laughs> that's, that's, that's right in your wheelhouse. You ready? Press press <laughs> but I do want to thank you for coming. Bye. Uh, we're going to go ahead and roll the outro. Thank you, sir. This has been another episode of the About Faith Podcast with me, your host, TJ Hardman. I want to thank you for tuning in. Man, this show wouldn't be what it is if it wasn't for you. So why don't you go ahead and hit that subscribe button and on all your social media platforms, share it with your friends. And until next time, be blessed.